0: I believe that there is a power contained within our stories, and that power belongs not just to us, but to everyone who hears our story. I'm Amanda Solar, the founder and host of Soulful Connections, and the creator of soulfulliving.com. Let's grow together, and let's connect. Connection. So I am so happy. Terry Zarka, owner of Aspiring Artists of the Earth, is here today with me. And we have been wanting to do this for a while. It
1: has been a few months. I delayed you. Thank you for your patience.
0: Oh, I'm totally so excited that you're doing this. And after talking with you, I think we need a series.
1: I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to parsing out all that I presented to you. And
0: Yeah, oh. I am really excited. Well, I'll tell you, I, we go back and I've always watched the beauty of your creations, the beauty of your art, the beauty of your jewelry, the beauty of what you put out there. And I have marveled truly at how that combines with your entrepreneurial aspects of your brain. Like you're so business minded. And I think that's unusual.
1: It is unusual. I find it unusual in my own head at some uh-huh. <laughs> I have battles with myself pretty much on a daily basis with making decisions based on a creative avenue versus lucrativity sake and keeping it at the core mission yeah. level. It's an interesting balance.
0: So you talked about the core mission. What started it all? How did, Can I ask how it all began? I have
1: created since I was a, a kid. I've always made things and been creative. And I grew up in the family business where we made hosiery since the 1960s. My family was, um, we were into production. So I grew up in a place where we we were ingenuitive. We made our own tools, and machine parts were wow. not being made anymore. They would make their own tools, and I just saw there was never an end. There was always just work ethic and go get itness, and 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 to pivot when women stopped wearing pantyhose, they pivoted towards compression socks and dance wear, and and to just stay with it. So I took that with me in every job I had. I just tended to find a way to. Excel, I guess you would Mm -hmm. say, I would go there with a goal and, and to make it happen. So let's get back on track here. I'm a little nervous. No,
0: you know what I was thinking when you were saying, so no, that makes perfect sense because you're coming from that entrepreneurial background. You had that, I mean, you're born into it. And then did the glass start first or did the
1: so yeah the um the art got me i knew i wanted to do more than hosiery but i was like art or graphic designs i knew it was really hard to make money off fine art i knew the almost impossibility of it and knew that all right so if i'm going to go to i went to bucks county community college because i really didn't know what i wanted to do and i wanted to just take some classes and explore without creating a huge financial financial burden so, I explored. I spent a couple years with a fine arts major, then flipped into a graphic design major. Then I ended up with an associate's degree in fine arts at Bucks.
0: Okay. Found
1: glass at Bucks in the furnace working department. I fell in love with glass there and the large scale glass. And just, I lost my, because just, it was just a whole new creative realm. And that's where I fell in love with glass. I mean, it was maybe 1999, 19, or yeah, about 1999 or so that I fell in love with glass at Bucks. And so, that wasn't yet part of my business. I wasn't doing my business at all yet, but I realized, okay, well, I want to get into graphic oh, design to follow the arts, but glass never left me. Like I was just always captivated by it. And it wasn't um, actually until after I started AOD in 2004. I was out there with my artwork, my paintings, my drawings, and other copper work and metal work that I was doing, artwork from other artists that I was carrying. And I was at um, Rice's. Farmers oh, okay. Is that how
0: you started? Then you started. I actually
1: met other gla- um, uh, one of my friends that were friends to this day, but he was bringing artwork from Salem County Community College artists, and there was these little tiny glass pendants, and I was like, "How the heck did you do that in a furnace?" And like, they were like, "Excuse me, furnace. That's torch work. So torch work glass had been exposed to me there." And I never look back. I started helping them move their work. We started working together. I literally learned how to build a glass studio from hanging out in other people's studios. And okay, you need to get T-grade lines, and this is how you set a studio up. And I do it. Did a pencil sketch, and I came home and my, like my my dad and my uncle helped me build a studio.
0: Oh my! So. The graphic design. Did you ever go? Jumped into, around a lot here. Sorry. Go, no, that's that's perfect. That's how life is. So the graphic design, did you go into graphic design? Yes. So
1: I decided I'm a work experience type of person. So I was at school and I put a, decided I wanted to get a job in graphic design. So I put a few applications out. And second application I put out was at a sign shop at Willow Grove. They hired me. And within three months, they decided, hey, you are gonna you want to run the place? And I was like, sure, I'll manage it. They sent me to management training, and then I was running the place. Oh, interesting. And so that's where I was like, everywhere I went, I just, let me do it really well. I always was, you know, wanting yes. to work really hard. and um,
0: Yeah, that drive went with you wherever you went. Yeah,
1: I can't turn it off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think it is about glass? Like, is it that... What is it about glass that I don't know gets what you? first
1: captivated me to it other than it was just so different than anything I'd ever worked with? And you can't do anything else when manipulating glass. It's hot, it's in the flame, it's molten only for a few moments. Oh my gosh. You have so to work with it and what it's doing. It's not like a painting you put down and come back to it. It's not something you can just put down and come back to. You have to finish it, get it into its annealing phase. Otherwise, it'll crack. And it's not. So it's just this like I have a very ADD brain to some extent. I have a hard time focusing. And it's something where, like, you have to be one with that job. And there's something to that. That's that avenue of intrigue. And then you get to people's appreciation of glass. And I don't care who you are and what background you have. You can see glass art and be like, Ooh, that's beautiful. And it can reach people with any, no language barriers, no, no barriers at all. It can reach everybody. And I love its ability to connect people. And that's what has really been something where I want to build off that.
0: Well, power of glass yes and there's two things that you're making me think number one I think there's some sort of metaphor in there about that you have to finish it you you don't sit there and edit and edit yeah you literally have
1: to flow with it yeah
0: and then the other thing that I I really am intrigued by because I talk to a lot of artists nowadays and I'm always interested would you be an artist if there was no commerce attached to it and why do we create and what I really love is you've taken this art form and you've you're in Whole Foods like it's accessible I can walk into Whole Foods and I can take a piece of this art home with me and then I can wear it what does that mean to you? Like an
1: absolute blessing. I mean, they found me at Braces Market. Let's bring up Braces Market again. And that, I mean, just to be able to reach people through such a broad base is just phenomenal. And to and I, to use that in a way to connect and to help inspire people has been amazing. Uh, should I tell the story about how I got yes. in there? Um It's. I was at Rice's market this is about your. so Rice's
0: market explain that yeah
1: so it's our local farmers flea market it's a place where if you're uh, you can get a table for 20 to 30 dollars back in the day i'm not sure what it is today so you go there and show your stuff you might have artwork you might have knockoff bags from a vendor i mean right. you could have anything if you were there right. it was that kind of place right so in the beginning, it was a wonderful place to show the artwork. We were like the only ones doing the thing. I had my artwork. And then once I joined forces with the glass artists that I was working with, we were there with a lot of beautiful handmade American glass for a few years, about a year and a half doing really well. That's cool. Also with the music festivals and going around to shows. And I started doing some of the arts festivals because after a year or so of doing that at Rice's Market, the import market caught up with what was selling well. And so within a year or so, we had the glass factories in Thailand wow. knocking off the work and whatnot. So it was a lot uh-huh. of, um, kind of a disgruntled vibe happening when I was at Rice's. And I just was getting tired of that um, feeling there. And I wanted to be more in the art festival and more of kind of it's just just a more of a respected, appreciated vibe kind yes. of scenario and not where people were just trying to talk our prices down. And I can get this down the way for <laughs> this much. I right. said, well, you can get a glass pendant that much this is correct you know it's just it was a, I was having a hard day that hot August day at Rice's it was getting to the end of my career doing that market and I was just wanting to go home and I, I was starting to pack up the car and 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 within like five minutes or so of packing up the car I've never had intuitive force grab my shoulder and literally stop me and say you're already here you've already done the work sit down and wait do your job uh, I, I literally got chills I was like, "Oh." Dokey. And I'm I, I was intuitive at that point. I've been listening to being guided. I've already started my business at that point, you know, and follow that into the darkness and try to make things work. And yeah. So that I said, okay, okay, I put some things back out. Everything that I I had started packing up, I brought out and started putting back out. And, and I just sat there and put a smile on my face and I waited. And within 10 minutes, um young woman came up. She's full of great energy. She was looking at our what we had on display. She bought some gifts. So uh, I had some gemstones out and, and just had this great energy. It was a $40 sale. I didn't think anything of it, it was like, that's why I stayed Was this $40 sale yeah. and help pay for my day. This is, you know, this is the kind of thing that made a young artist trying to make it happy was just right. any kind of sales that you're trying when you're having that bad of a day, something coming your way is like, all right, I'm doing this for a reason, you know, and just yes. having that energy lifted by somebody um that had just such bright energy was like I was done with that it was great. That was why I stayed. That closed it for me. So I packed up and then I went home within two weeks, my phone rang and it was the woman who met me that day it was actually a buyer at our local, it was in the North oh, Wales store gosh. before they moved to the Springhouse location, you know, it a team a member there. And that was her boss calling me. She had given my card to her boss and talked to her he, 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 we need to bring the stuff in because they just begun their local vendor, you know, they're, you know, bringing the local program. So it's, it was an amazing, like, I answered the phone. I stuck it out at a hot August day at races when I wanted to go home. I wanted to give up, and that little voice said, "Don't you dare."
0: So, so you just from there, you said yes. Is that I, you how know, it yeah, all?
1: Yeah, you know. So at first, I was like, "I'm I'm just starting to get in the art festivals, the juried shows, seeking the gallery in the higher end market." And here comes this grocery store. Do you want to sell your glass here? And I was like, I had a moment of, eh, yeah. Before I was like, Heck yeah! because my intuition told me, I know I was already like vegan. I was already learning. I'm not vegan to this day. I've learned, I eat everything now, but I mean, I was just learning food and what goes into our body is what we get out of it. And I know how important it is to feed ourselves. Well, I was giving them money before they were cutting me checks, you know? So I was like, right. it was fresh fields at the time when I started going yes. there, but I mean, it was yep. our local location. You know what I mean? I but, um, do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know that it somehow when you named your business, yeah, aspiring artists beginning?
1: of the earth. I named it in 2003, uh, the winter of 2003. I started it in January 2004. And now I named it a long name because I wasn't thinking URLs and I wasn't thinking <laughs> about something people <laughs> had to say quickly. Um, So it was actually one of the glass artists, Kirstie, who was like, you know, you just call it AOTI. It's your acronym. Just call it AOD. I'm yeah. like, you know,
0: you're uh, not uh, like that,
1: you know, yes. it, it just, so it kind of stuck, you know, and kind and of, it did
0: stick. <laughs> what went into that?
1: I always knew it was gonna be bigger than me. So I didn't want my business wasn't going to be TerryZarka.com, even though I do have that now with my glass. Um at the time I just it needed to be bigger than me to just reach more people and include more people. I mean, to this day we carry over, you know, dozens of artists through um,
0: the right.
1: marketplace. And it's just it's something where I want to continue expanding on that. I would love to work with more artists eventually as we, you know, lock down greater, you know, retail availability across the country. Just, you know, it's a work in progress. But
0: what goes into that desire? I mean, why don't you normally people just say it's mine. I'm working on mine. I have
1: no idea. I don't know where I get some things from. I really don't. I think about like, why can't I just take the easy route? Why can't I just, instead of spending a half an hour in the morning, getting my oatmeal batch work for the week and doing this healthy thing and doing that, why can't I just go to Wawa or don't right. Wawa has good food too. Why <laughs> can't I just go somewhere fast food and eat some right. poor choice that's going to make me feel crappy because I know it's going to make me feel crappy. Like yeah. I don't, there's just, there's also, um, I'm glad that I'm able to foresee something before doing it. So that whole grass is greener thing or the, like the easy way out or, Those things don't really intrigue me because I can literally imagine the outcome before going there. Like so Yeah,
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So can speaking of doing something that has, you know, a bigger power or a power that's beyond, can you take me into the ashes work and tell me what that is and Yes. Yeah, about so,
1: that? But working with the glass, you know, uh, an, an ability that the borosilicate glass that I work with has is that it can encase the cremains ashes of pets and people. And I always knew this, but it wasn't really something I was looking to get into. But my customers kept asking me. And after years and years of building relationships with your customers and you care about your people and they come to you like, my mom just passed away. And this is story after story. And you're just like, no, I don't do that. Okay. You know what, lady do this for these people. And I finally was just like, I'm going to do this for these people. And it was, you know, and I just, I wanted to do more with my work to help people bring light to death. Because also in our culture with my dad going through hospice in 2019, 2018 and 2019, like we have a real disconnect with death and with mourning and the whole like loss. And just, it's just not something that's strong in our culture. And I feel like we can
0: yeah, get better at that. And it's the one thing we're, we're going to do it. It's we living know design, we're going to do it. Yeah, is all just yeah. Part of it. Yeah. You know? So your dad passed
1: away in, 20- in October, 2019, he passed for 21 months on hospice. Yeah. Wow. I, wow. Actually. Yeah. It was an interesting time.
0: I bet because then that was followed right by a, Pandemic.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I was already broken and you know, just recently divorced, moved back home with my parents to help them let my dad die at home in his own house on hospice. I mean, it was a very um I was broken and then the world wanted to shut down and tell me to stay home and close my business. And yeah, that wasn't gonna happen. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, it was a
0: time when the world was kind of broken. It was yeah. just a very strange time. Did anything, you know, positive happen? from the pandemic I mean it was such it was a really absolutely
1: tough time. I mean I feel like it gave me the gave us all the space we needed to just reassess everything and it was something I needed to do anyway I was I was about to shield everybody out and be in my own bubble anyway and then the fact that COVID happened at the same time was very odd and interesting and so yeah. it just kind of like oh okay yeah we're all here okay good everyone to the corner and figure out figure out some stuff
0: that's true we're all doing it together we're all um so okay I'm going to just leave to something that actually right. has nothing to do with the pandemic or even your uh, creations, like your products. I don't almost want to call it jewelry because it's it transcends. There's not just what. Let me just jump to say, <laughs> what do you actually produce?
1: So, in house, we produce a full line of aromatherapy, gemstone, and TZ glass jewelry. I am TZ glass jewelry. I make the glass work. I also bring in a full line of work that we make in house. Like, we'll assemble, you know, I make the wood in here. So, the wood diffuser jewelry is a wonderful collection of products that we make. It's functional jewelry. Where people can bring more aromatherapy into their day. I also work with a network of artists where I have artists in their own studios working, fulfilling orders for stores. So oh, I'll wow. keep people moving that way. It's, it's, it's fun to balance what we make in house versus what we're bringing in out of the shop and other people's studios and just it's a lot keeping it all going.
0: So the aromatherapy, do you just put a drop of yeah, oil, so the oil the bracelets, on the Yeah, exactly. Oh Two
1: to three drops of essential oil directly onto our wood. And then you have aromatherapy with you all day long. Oh my gosh. I can tell you, even on stressful days, a little bit of, I put orange on mine or cedar wood a lot and it just kind of helps yeah. me just bring it back.
0: I will just ask you, how do you manage to do all that you're doing? What it's is all the... I do?
1: I mean, I literally work more than yeah. any sane person.
0: <laughs> yeah. I yeah. average
1: 12 to 15 hour work days. I literally, my last vacation was... Um, February, 2020. That was my only vacation for 10 years before that. So, so, you know, there is a lot of work going on to make all this happen. And especially with all the transition and that
0: that's a lot, that is a lot of sacrifice for your work. What fuels you?
1: Knowing the good that I can do if I make this work and I'm still working to make it work. I mean, I'm in my 19th year and I still, like, I feel like I'm just getting started in what we'll be able to, do if we continue doing it right. Yeah. And I don't ask me what that, that is exactly, but I'm still figuring that out. Is yeah, just continuing to connect with people and reach um, more essentially locations through our, you know, wholesale um, marketplaces. And
0: so, what um, inspires you? Where do you go for inspiration? What do you do if you wake up and you are just like, yeah, not today, don't feel like it today? Um, There's no choice
1: it yeah. has to work. Wow. I mean, there is no, I don't wake up, knock on wood. I just did there. There's not much of a yeah. choice in that. Like there's, I keep, cause I, 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 I have depressed days. I have days where I'm like, I'll fight through sadness or fight through like, you know, not even slowing down to process dad's death or my divorce since then. Like, it's just been keeping the business going, but like, so, but like, I'll still, I don't know what knowing what it can do. And yes, just so helping people, and, and just like knowing that, like, one of the artists that I work with and all of the different stores, the different people I work with, like the one um, glass maker that I have her pieces are over there, you know, during the pandemic, you know, she could have taken the UC check, but she went and worked at a soup kitchen instead. And I kept hustling her glass on the side heavily. I mean, you know, just the other Mm -hmm. artist, the Potter that we carry, who's, you know, now teaches full-time and teaches a lot of kids and gets people's hands in clay and the therapy of creation. And all these people that I work with, most of them teach or do just some amazing work on the side. Creative people just generally aren't ones to sit at home and complain about the world and not enact change. I mean, generally, makers and creators are ones that just... And I love that about people who will just spend their time doing and not talking about the things they're going to do. And I know like everyone has, I talk about things that I don't do too. And I'm not saying anything like that, but I work with a lot of very productive, tenacious people, and I don't have room to fail them. I've come so far with bringing like the, the work to a certain level where it has to work. There's really no other way.
0: (laughs) So what is, Live to uplift. Speaking of,
1: so live to uplift was born out of my need to do more with the amazing blessings I've been granted with this business and the shelf space in retailers like Whole Foods, and just knowing that I needed to help let glass do what it does. I mean, these glass necklaces, I mean, they're you know, they're pretty and they connect with everybody. And right now, I have nine missions that we're supporting through consumerism, so I wanted to, you know jump around here but you know if you get into wanting to heal this broken society and like where do you start and how do you do that i have no idea but i know that i am well entangled in consumerism and i can help use that as a tool to connect and inspire people it doesn't have to be business and money doesn't have to be an evil monster if you can utilize it correctly right so i just want to do better at that
0: wow um, well, what I was actually going to ask you, but then I just got sidetracked by what you were saying. I, it made me think about that was um, you had talked a little bit about makeup. I am like obsessed with makeup. I think I might have been a drag queen in another life or something. What role does like natural, you talked about yeah. Can you talk a little bit
1: about that? So in our new photo shoots and marketing and ongoing, I mean, I really want to keep this focus on natural beauty and our right. products too. Like I'm making jewelry and wearables for the people. We start like $15.99 bracelets up to like $29.99 generally or that. a lot of the price points. Yeah, I want this to be product you can wear in your everyday and just look at that model and that ad and feel like, wow, I can see her wrinkles. I can see her life and her reality and they're, I want to help yes. help break that in what what a lot of people get stuck feeling like that they're not pretty unless they put that layer on them. And yes. that inner beauty, that inner light that you have, you're gorgeous without your makeup. Yeah. And I know like you do. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. People need to hear more of that and to see it. We're not gonna hear it until we see more. You're of so it.
0: right. And you know, it also is about something that you seem very connected to, which is authenticity. I have known you for a while and I've never felt Kind of that artifice, or like this kind of um, I don't know, this kind of manufactured personality that I think some of us just feel we have to That's do.
1: That's part of our, our our area where we grew up here. Yeah. I mean, this is what you know, this is it's an oddity that I mean, I grew up off the tracks of like Central Bucks, were up here in Dublin. It wasn't you know, it's just you know, it's right. just a different, it's so different, even though it's so
0: close, right? Yes, yeah, I do. Um, yeah,
1: and I think that contributed to it too, just my right distance from.
0: Yes. It's interesting. It's interesting. It is not, interesting. I have never
1: wanted to play with it, and I've been bullied because of it. And I've just always kind of looked at it I was like it's just not for me. I just don't understand it.
0: So, do you think that it was the culture of that you were raised in? Like, yeah, be yourself. And, and you I know... was. I
1: mean, I grew up in the pantyhose factory with like. Yes. There was like I wasn't growing up in a development of kids. Yes. we all playing. It was like a very like. I was an only child, and around a bunch of older people. Like we were, there were you know, just it's just an interesting
0: yeah, it is, you know, way to,
1: to learn the world. So it helped me to not have to live up to all this because I didn't have it around me influencing me all the time too, which I kind of, I'm really
0: thankful for. I agree because I think we spend the rest, when we do that, we spend the rest of our life trying to peel away the layers. Deconditioning
1: is so hard, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay. So I'm a big, fan of rituals. I'm a very ritualistic person. I've learned that not everybody is. I used to think everybody was. And now I realize, do you have any? Do you do anything like every morning or every evening or I feel
1: like I've uh I feel like I've been on three and a half years of <laughs>
0: a lot of the same
1: up really early in bed late. Like I generally wake up around 4am and oh, get right Lord. to it. And I like to be in bed by eight, but that's a rarity, especially with the holidays. I'm, I'm, you know, four to six hours of sleep if I'm lucky right now, but I am an eight hours person. So I like to get up early. I get right to my day. Wow. I get the coffee going. I get the breakfast in me. I make sure the food in before the coffee goes in and then just get to it. And generally there's, I try to exercise a couple times a week on a bike, but it doesn't happen enough. I, yes. I definitely um will put I need to do all this work stuff in the way of my personal all the time and I'm trying yeah. to get better at that.
0: Yeah. But that my balance. routine you know, just um
1: my routine is work, get up and work all day.
0: So <laughs> what do you, you know, what are your goals? I know I gotta say from talking to you that you have a, a lot of them and you're only one human being. Mm-hmm. But still, what if you could foresee the future? Like, what would you want to pursue? I think you should do a book. I've just told you that. I really yeah, think I would like I could to release that. Beautiful book by Terry Zarka. I would buy it. Thank you. So, you, you have That's one customer already. Is it just to do more, make more, sell more, get into different? You know avenues continue
1: healing from everything i've been through and do the best at what i can with all of these resources i'm granted um continue connecting people and inspiring people to find their own intuition and inner beauty so they can be the best contributors to healing our place
0: that's that's beautiful and that's powerful I don't know how I'm gonna translate like,
1: that into business, all oh, but I, that's a, that's what like, yes. Yeah, it why. sounds
0: like a mi- like a mission, like your That's purpose. what the work is supposed I love to do that. The, the Yeah. the
1: of the gifts, the connecting people. Yes. Like it's not just stuff to me. Yes. It is stuff, it's gifts, but at the same time it
0: No, it feels different. I mean, when I see your work, I am inspired. It's, it's touching. There's something touching. And that is an interesting word as I say it, because it's not only touching, like it touches my heart, but because of the nature of the glass, I want to touch it as well. It's so it's like a physical and yet an emotional reaction. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. And I do truly believe everything is light and everything is energy too. I mean, and what, is behind the origin of things helps in its perception of it too. I mean, that sounds a little out there. I know, yeah. but I do um, believe in that. And also I believe in the attention of things and what it does, like every single, like we, we support in whole foods, we support whole planet foundations. So like we're always every sale, every piece that someone picks up and loves and buys also kicks back to giving money directly to entrepreneurs across the globe to help lift them and their communities up. So I just, I love, making sure that the work always does its work to do yeah. better here too, which I feel like that's part of helping things vibrate well and, and I just mean, yeah. be all inclusive.
0: If all businesses could be that way, I mean, we would be in not in the position we right? are, but yeah,
1: yeah. It doesn't change until we all just keep doing what little bits we can and keep doing it. And
0: yeah. What about, On another part, we'll do, I said, we would do a series. (laughs) So, you know, you've been through so many different things, so much. What do you think is the thing that got you through the hard things that you've gone through? Thank God that I'm
1: driven and creative. I, that I can always, um, I don't know what it is. It's just this inner knowing of that things are going to get better, that this just is temporary, that.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: inner faith, uh, yeah. trusts in your intuition, yeah. and, and and when things were going the most wrong for me, and I got myself into like a negative relationship, and let that go on for too long, I I wasn't listening to my inner voice. I literally told that inner voice to go away. I'm fine. I'm going to be okay. And I and that little voice told me, I'll
0: see you later. Yeah. It literally said, I'll we'll be back.
1: I remember yes. the days.
0: Really? That's so interesting. And then I
1: remember calling it back. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what? You were right. I'm going to need some help getting out of this. Yes. And then it was just. Get, Clearing out all the people and the things that would create the, that would disable me from being deconditioned from persisting the negative um, things that you would do to keep bringing those things into your life. You know, like, I mean, quitting drinking, I get the alcohol out of my life and finally decided to stop, you know, self-medicating in that regard and get the people that would not allow that to happen out. And that was really difficult. That's
0: powerful hard i it mean is, i can only imagine no one
1: understands why you work so hard or why you will give everything up to go home and take care of your family or you know and people just don't understand why you do certain no. things no one needs to understand it but you that's and i think it. that's the hard part for people to understand is to get to the point where you trust what you need to do so much that nothing else matters
0: i it's so interesting you say that because every now and then i have gone through things where i'm like looking for the answer and i'm looking for a quote and i'm and then i have gotten to a point sometimes where i go wait I know the answer. Yes.
1: I firmly believe that. I do that all the time now. I ask the question and I get completely quiet and I wait for the answer and it might not come right away. No. It might not come that moment. It might come that week, that day. It's like, I'm doing something else the next week and it pops to me. I'm like, oh,
0: that's it. What about, um, just one final thought I want to ask you, Terry, which is what do you wish people knew? Like I, sometimes I say, if you could change one thing, but maybe if you could just change, what do you wish that people would really, if you said, listen, I have something to tell you, just take this in. What message would you want to share?
1: Spend more time looking at how we can better a situation versus how we can condemn a situation. And if we can't do anything other than condemn a situation, maybe we need to go down to some time to a soup kitchen or a local thrift store to sort some clothes. Or I think people spend too much time. I want people to give people the will to find a way to engage and interact. Even if you don't feel like you belong or you don't know where to start, there are dozens of places around here where we can take mm-hmm. our, and a lot comes from boredom or not knowing how to help. And I feel like we just get stuck in this place of,
0: talk yeah. yeah and to yeah. do more yeah we'll have
1: a space to talk and
0: fill with a hundred percent I know I think it's, I don't know if I worded that well but that's you did of the... yeah no I love that well we will leave our friends with that so go out today and do something there's so much you can do and especially I, right now the
1: holidays yeah. we can sort some cans at the food pantries yeah. that sort the clothes for people who are cold I mean there's churches and thrift stores and yeah. organizations yeah. everywhere
0: there's yeah a kind word sometimes you know just get it yeah yep well thank you so much thank you amanda i can't even tell you and i look forward to more podcasts we we have a lot to talk about i uh, thank you (laughs) hey thanks for listening giant thank you goes out to show advisor roseanne griffiths the talented musician bill aronson who wrote produced performed the soulful connections theme song. And a thank you goes out to Brad Sanders for creating the Soulful Connections logo. Love it. That's new this year. So much gratitude to these guys and to my friends and family who continue to listen and guide me. And once again, to you for listening. I would love to hear from you. Please shoot me an email at soulfullife@gmail.com. At That's S O L F U L. LIFE at gmail.com.